This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to this. What? What are we doing? Welcome back to the Strike Me Please podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Silva. Just run the intro. Nobody's perfect. You live and you learn it. Cause everybody makes mistakes. Y'all, I recorded this on my phone like a few days ago because I was watching The Golden Bachelor and apparently I had such pressing thoughts that I had to record this on my phone with a little lavalier mic. So here are my thoughts on The Golden Bachelor. I'm just wanting to get this up for y'all ASAP. No Rocky. So here it is. Now I'm going to pause and do the intro so I can also throw that at the end of the episode because I just want to edit. I just want to edit and zoop, zoop, zoop. <sighs> what if I just leave the silence in there instead? Let's go to work. I just finished watching episode three of The Golden Bachelor, and I have some thoughts. Now, in true Distract Me Please fashion, where I'm sitting here and doing bits and pieces of audio, oh my f***ing God, if my upstairs neighbors doesn't shut the f*** up. In true Distract Me Please fashion, when I'm sitting here doing small audio clips, I will also be doing a bunch of other things all at the same time, because that's how we do it here. I also have a headache. I think it might be from too much caffeine or lack. Oh my God. You know, I've been blaming my headaches on um too much caffeine i think it's a lack of sleep actually and i'm just putting that together okay so the golden bachelor oh, if you haven't seen episode three of the golden bachelor shut this down and go watch it right now and i'm not even joking because i'm about to spoil it there will be spoilers and if you don't care to watch it then like stay here and listen now I'm siding with Kathy. In all this Kathy Teresa drama, I'm on Kathy's side. I always try to sit here and I like whenever like drama is happening or someone's debating something, I always try to see both sides. And then after seeing both sides, to me, I typically choose what's the most logical. I honestly couldn't even sit here and look at both sides because truly, I hold on, let me clip this to my shirt so I can like talk and walk and do all the fun things. If you're not watching it, I'm just going to explain. I'm just going to sum it up. And there's going to be background noises because I'm trying to put up my pizza and I'm doing this on the lavalier mic. Babes, we didn't pull out all the big audio equipment. Okay. So there's these two contestants, Kathy and Teresa, who are both 
on this season trying to win Gary's heart for the Golden Bachelor, where all these old people come on and prove that they are, that you're never too old to find love. I thought it was such an interesting take on The Bachelor because I was like, an old man dating 25 women? Oh, y'all are going to give him a heart attack. So I had to watch it. Not because I want to watch an old person get a heart attack, but because I wanted to see how he would react having all these women fall for him, basically. First of all, he is such a sweetheart, and I just think he's very respectful of women. And that might be because, like, he was married, I think he said, for 48 years. And so, like, I'm just, listen, I think his wife trained him well on how to treat a woman because, oh, I hate to say it, okay? I know this isn't true for every person out there, but damn, for the majority, women, we know. We know you literally have to train a man. And I don't mean like they're dogs. Like, you know, I'm not talking about like, ooh, they got that dog in them, then you got to train it out. No. I mean, some men you really, truly, truly, like, some men you just got to teach them on how to, like, how to treat a woman, how to talk to a woman. I don't know what it is. Like, men just end up being dumb as rocks when it comes to how to treat a woman. And then they wonder why, like, women don't want to give them a chance. He is just so sweet and respectful to every single contestant on there. And like, as you're watching it, he really does make every woman feel like she's extremely special. Like he only has eyes for her. And so I think that's just something he's learned over the years on like how to pay attention to a woman, how to listen to a woman. And I think it's very beautiful because you can tell that like, he truly means like he enjoys spending time with you and he's truly just finding the girl who he thinks is best for him. Now, with that being said, because he is this really sweet guy, a lot, almost all of the women on this season have ended up catching, hold on, the mic is rubbing against my clothes and stuff. I have to sit down to finish this. A lot of the women have caught feelings for him, right? And I haven't seen every season of The Bachelor, so I don't I don't know if all the guys are always this sweet. I remember there was one season where The Bachelor got caught hooking up with one of the girls, and I was like, damn. But, you know, so far, like, even all the girls have been very, very respectful to each other, the way they talk to each other, they really support each other. Here's the issue. Miss Teresa has decided she's already won this thing, and it's getting to a point where she's being, como se dice, needy. She's, if you take too long to hit me back, I can promise you how I'll react. But all I can say is at least I'll wait for you. Lately, I've been on a roller coaster, trying to get a hold of my emotions. But all that I know. Is I need you close and I'm screaming shout for what I love. That's Miss Teresa, okay? She has just been so needy for Gary because she was the person who got the first one-on-one -on -one date. And she they went to this diner, they were on the road together, and he like the headlights weren't working on the car. They don't know why they weren't working. And so they're driving on California roads for the first time and a drop top can't see ahead, things started to get scary because they're on the highway. And Teresa like puts her hand on him and he looks at her and is like, 
that means so much to me that like you put your hand, uh, your hand on my shoulder. Cause it shows that like, you really support me through this. And I really want to say how much that means to me. And that's what I mean by like, there are just some things where you just kind of have to train a guy is that the fact that he understood, let me voice to you what makes me happy. Let me voice to you the things that you're doing, the actions that you're doing so I can get more of that because you know, it makes me feel good. And so I'm like, that was either therapy or babes. Your wife was doing her damn duty. Okay. That's not a woman's duty to teach a man, but I mean, like, you know what? I, I just retract that statement. I'm going to edit that statement out and I'm going to, I'm going to start it from here, but his wife was really out here just, you know, just showing him, or maybe it wasn't even his wife. You know, I'm going to cut all that out, but that's what I mean by like, sometimes a woman has to train a man or he just went to therapy and really learned you have to voice how you feel, or maybe even the producers taught him and he just got media training before he hopped onto the bachelor. And so they had the first date and she felt like it went very well. Um, later on, she got like, she kept getting roses from him. They kept having one-on-one time. But as the show has progressed on, she's not getting as much one-on-one time with Gary because he's dating 25 women. Well, it slowly starts to dwindle down or whatever. But, you know, he's dating like 15 women at one time. So, no, she's not getting as much one-on-one time. Um, other women are having one-on-one dates and one-on-one moments and getting roses from him. And suddenly Teresa feels like she's in the background. So now that she's in the background, Miss Delulu Teresa, which I get it. I hope your Delulu comes true Lulu, but she's walking around saying like, oh my God, she's telling the women in the house, oh my God, we've had this connection. We talked about where we wanted to travel. And I told him, let's go, let's, let's go travel right now. He's so sweet. He's always coming and talk to me. Like we made out, we did this, we did that. And I truly think it's just from pure stupidity that she really thinks that all the women here are rooting for her to end up with Gary because they've all like low-key started a friendship and they're all very nice and very supportive of each other. And I don't think she realizes that all the support she's getting from these women are because they all have the understanding that they came on a show for them to all date the same guy at one time. And I don't think she's realizing that. Like, I think it's pure naivety. Naivety? Is this a real word? I think think she's just so naive. (laughs) Changing up the statement so I don't have to try to continue to pronounce the word. But I think she's just so naive and she truly thinks these women are now her best friend and they're all supporting her hardcore to be with Gary and they all understand the deep connection that she has with him and they all want to see her prosper. I think she doesn't remember that she is literally on a game show. I'm sorry. The Bachelor is a game show. You're doing all these different things to get one-on-one dates with this guy and you're basically like elbowing women out the way to get time with him and in the end, may the best player win. And it's orchestrated around this whole thing of like, oh, may the person with the best connection, the best love connection win his heart. That's not how this works. This is a game show. And you're competing to get the most dates so you can have the strongest connection and win the show. And so because she's going around yippity yapping 
all around the house to anyone who will listen about me and Gary. It's, you know, it's when that person gets in a new relationship and they can't do anything except talk about the person that they're dating for a solid month straight, sometimes even more. That is what Teresa is doing. Kathy, understandably, got butthurt. I, it wasn't even butthurt, but she was very upset because she said she just feels like Teresa is going around the house and is sitting here yapping it up about how her and Gary have this connection. She's so upset that she's not um, getting as much time with him, that Gary should be with her. And, you know, her and Gary are talking about this and they're talking about their future and da 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 da. And Kathy was like, it is just this look in her eyes of like, I've already won him. All of you girls need to stop trying. You know what? I'm going to bleep it out. All of you bitches need to stop trying. And I think she's 1000% correct. I don't think it's because she's doing it maliciously. I just think she's just stupid. And she genuinely forgot that she is not, she didn't just like meet this guy out on the town and is with him. She forgot that like, hey, every single woman around you is doing the exact same thing. Every woman around you is sitting here going, I have a connection with Gary and he's such a sweetheart. And I, oh my God. And we had this amazing thing. And we talked about this on our date. And like, she's forgetting that everyone is having the exact same experience as her. And so Kathy was like, it's just so frustrating to have someone continue to walk up to you and continue to tell you how amazing this guy is and how she needs the rose and how she needs alone time. When she is fighting for the exact same thing. And Kathy feels like she also has a good connection and she deserves the one-on-one -on -one time and she deserves the rose. So Kathy was hurt because she was like, girl, I understand that that's how you feel, but it's really frustrating because some things you just need to keep to yourself because I'm fighting for the same thing and I want this for me. And so for you to already be counting me out because of what you're telling me is heartbreaking. And so she got just so upset about it. And she was telling the women in the house, like how she's hurt that Teresa won't shut the hell up. And Teresa keeps talking about how her and Gary are perfect. And Kathy was like, we all want, we all want time with him. Like, why does she keep doing this? And so April and Kathy and April are my two favorite people on the show. I already found Kath. I mean, April on Instagram. I'm going to go find Kathy on Instagram. She is now my fave. Oh, my two faves, April and Kathy. I, I love these women. And so April is like sitting in a big group uh, with Teresa. They're talking and April just goes, you know, there's really some things where you just have to learn to keep your mouth shut out of respect for you and out of respect for Gary. Some things just need to be personal. And Teresa was like, oh, why did she say that? It felt like it was aimed at me. And I was like, yeah, because if the shoe fits, lace up and run in it. Right. So Teresa like pulled April aside and was like, um, when you said that, were you talking about me? It felt very aimed at me. And April went, you need to talk to Kathy about that. And uh, Teresa was like, why would I talk to Kathy about that? And April was like, she's saying some things and I believe she's right. So you need to go talk to Kathy. So then April pulls Kathy aside. I mean, Teresa pulls Kathy aside and Teresa was like, um, the women have been saying some things. And like April told me basically something along the lines of like, you need to keep things to yourself. And she said it was because she was being protective of you. And I just wanted to know where that came from because like, I don't feel like we've said anything mean to each other. And Kathy started saying, well, it's because you've hurt my feelings because you just keep going around talking about how amazing you and Gary's connections are. And it feels like you've already cut me off the picture, forgetting that I'm here for the same thing as you. And so it's really hurtful. And then 
Teresa starts to cry and Kathy is like no no don't start crying she's like I'm so sorry I just didn't mean to hurt you and I just never thought that I would hurt you and Kathy was like no no do not start to cry I'm telling you how I feel and you're crying and that's instantly why I don't like Teresa like I never liked her from the start something about her just bothers me enough if I'm being honest it's her face something about her face just didn't sit right with me and <laughs> I think it's just like I had that gut feeling and so it like so I don't know what it is but sometimes like when you get a gut feeling about someone the energy kind of transfers physically and then you're like something about you just doesn't sit right with me and I think that's what happened and so Teresa's crying and is like, I'm just so sorry. And she's trying to, she keeps cutting Kathy off and not letting Kathy fully explain how she's feeling. So Teresa instantly has taken the victim role and she's instantly playing victim of like, I'm so sorry. Like, why would you say that about me? Like, I, ne I never meant that. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It was never my intention to hurt you. Like, please. And Kathy is like, no, you need to take responsibility for the words that come out of your mouth, it's okay if that's not your intention, but it's still your responsibility to understand how you've hurt people. And you've really hurt me because the way you are talking is like you're talking down on me and my connection with Gary. And so it really hurts to feel like you've already cut me out. And so Teresa loses it. And Teresa like runs off to her room and is crying. And so Kathy walks back to the living room and is like, I don't know, man. I just had a conversation with her and it hurt her feelings. And I don't mean to hurt people, but that's what happened. And it's happened. And I don't know how to continue with that, but it is what it is. And I told her how I felt and that's just what happened. And so one of the girls runs off to Teresa and is like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And Teresa instantly starts crying. Is like, that was never my intention. I don't know why she would think that, like, that was my intention. And I can't believe I've hurt someone. Like, she said it's because I won't shut up about Gary. And then the girl was like, I don't think you've done that. I've been in rooms with you all day. I don't think you've done that. But here's the thing. I, I It might have just been editing or whatever. But from what I've seen on the show after it's been highly edited, like, Teresa has been mainly going to Kathy and yapping it up about Gary because Teresa felt like Kathy was like one of her close friends on the show. And so maybe Teresa is going from room to room, talking equally, talking about how much she's interested in Gary. But that girl probably didn't feel like Teresa was yapping it up as much about Gary because maybe that girl doesn't care about Gary as much and doesn't mind to just sit there blindly and listen and feel like and maybe that girl has already accepted that like yeah Teresa already has a shoe in Teresa's already won she gets to talk all about it but if you feel like you know if you feel like you're already in the position to like it like what's really happening is like two women feel the exact same way. They both feel like they deserve a chance and they're very deserving of time. And so it is really hurtful when someone is just blatantly in your face, just kind of like cutting you out of it. And so then I'm just so happy because Gary walked into the room and starts talking to Teresa and she's just like, people, like all the girls here keep saying that I'm just being very boastful about me and your connection. And Gary was like, oh, wait a minute, like in his interviews, he was like, I can't believe that like, it's been Teresa who's been causing issues because Kathy earlier was like crying to him and did mention to him like, oh my God, um, 
these girls are very mean. And she didn't even want to name drop. Kathy did not want to name drop Teresa. She was just like, I hope you're happy. Just be careful. Watch out for the women here. Not all of them have the purest of intentions. And so it was so nice to see that Gary was like, oh my God, it was Teresa. Like she was talking about Teresa. And Teresa said, they're like, people just think I'm being so boastful about you. And they're saying that I need to be quiet and I need to stop boasting about you because like, we're all here for the same thing. And Gary was like, well, if you don't feel like you're doing that, then that's okay. But like in his interviews, he was like, I'm not here to play that. Like, why are you going around like telling these women that, you know, it's just like me and you. And he saw right through that. And that's what I mean is like a person like Teresa pisses me off. Because the second that she got a rose in the rose ceremony, the producers were mean as hell and put Teresa and Kathy next to each other. And the first thing Teresa does is turn to Kathy and go, so how was your day? And Teresa was like, I mean, Kathy said, well, I was crying through most of it, but it was fine. He's very sweet. He's very intuitive. And I'm very happy about that. And Kathy just really held their her moment with Gary and her heart, even though you see that for their date, Kathy was crying because of how hurt she was about how Teresa is just going around saying that like, it's her and Gary to the end, basically like her and Gary are the one who's going to like be together forever is the way this girl is talking. And instantly Teresa goes, yeah, he was so sweet. He came to my room and Kathy was like, he came to your room. And she was like, yeah, he came to my room and I was crying. And he really just sat there and talked me out of it and told me how I should feel. And Kathy instantly was like, girl, stop. This is what I mean, Teresa. Keep this to yourself. Like, because Teresa can put two and two together. I mean, Kathy can put two and two together. Teresa went to her room right after Kathy and Teresa had that conversation and Teresa went to her bedroom crying. So here Teresa is again, boasting about how Gary comforted her when she was in her room crying over the conversation that J that J I'm stuttering so hard that Kathy and Teresa just had. And Teresa's so happy because Gary comforted her after Kathy hurt her feelings. Like that is the undertone of what she is saying. So that's why Kathy's upset. And I am just like, I hate people like that. Cause Oh my God, I have been around people like that. And I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, I don't even care. I'm not going to name drop, but I'm going to say like, that's how I felt about my old roommate. Like, oh my God. And I think that's what pisses me off so much. Like, babes, I'm literally traumatized from that experience from actually like dealing with a person like that. But when someone, when you are explaining to someone how they have hurt your feelings and you're very like, you know, and it's not even in a way for them to feel hurt or for them to hate themselves, but it's truly in just like a, this makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't like that you did this and it really hurt my feelings and this is why and the first thing they do is start crying and is like oh my god I'm so sorry I never meant to make you feel that way that wasn't my intentions and so now you even though you came to them and you're like this is why I was very hurt by what you did suddenly you are now comforting the person who has hurt you I hate that shit and I'm just like, you don't know how to read a room. Like it is, I, for the longest time, I thought it was just like pure, like, oh, I, I thought someone was just a psychopath and narcissist, but I truly think it is just like a lack of being able to read the room 
or a lack of considering other people's feelings because don't get me wrong it you are allowed to be hurt that you hurt someone because that that's not a good feeling it doesn't feel good but you are not instantly going to turn it around and make the person you just hurt now feel bad because you're hurt that you've hurt them like and that's what you do when you are like crying in that person's face. Like, like what? Like what? When someone is coming to you and you're just like, you have hurt me. And I really just want to let you know where I am coming from. And I don't mean to be disrespectful, but like, this is how you've hurt me. And someone's, oh my God, but why would you do that? Like with my life instances, like I never meant that. And I can't believe that's what you thought about me. And it's like, babes babes like what and I just hate people like that and it's just truly a it is truly just a lack of understanding on how to read a room and if you are that person girl 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 in a very non-gendered way girl get it together pull it together because you don't have to let those feelings out towards that person you can definitely say like I'm very sorry that I hurt you. That is not my intention. It was never my intention. And moving forward, I will really put in the effort to make like to make sure that I'm being careful with the way that I treat you. And I and I hope I don't do that again. And if it's something as simple as like or if it's something where you know it's going to take some time, it's even okay to say, and I just hope you're patient with me because while I'll be trying my hardest, I don't think I'll be perfect overnight. And I just really hope that you have space to be perfect with me. But I really do hope that I can change this behavior moving forward and that's okay. And then you can go to someone else and say, wow, I'm really upset and disappointed that, and it like, you're just, I'm really upset and disappointed that I've hurt that person. And they really feel like I've hurt them, but instantly crying that I shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I just hate people like that. I truly, truly hate people like that. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is just, I feel like I have finally learned or it is the era that I'm really embracing. Uh, two things can be true at the same time, you know? It's like, I, you can be very sorry and you can show that you are sorry to a person, but you can also be very disappointed that you've hurt someone and you can be very upset about yourself. And like, you can be very hurt that you have hurt someone else. Cause that is okay. That does not feel good to know that you didn't mean to hurt someone and you've accidentally hurt someone being yourself because I mean, it does make you look at yourself a different way. It does make you assess you know, the space you take up in rooms and it makes you second guess yourself. And that is okay. You can be very hurt. You can be very cautious about that. You can be very anxious about that. And you can express that, but not to the person that you've hurt at all. And it is like two things can be true. You can have accidentally hurt someone and their feelings are 1000% valid. And what you did was messed up. But at the same time, you're very hurt that that is how they took it. Like, ugh, two things can be true. Two things can be true at the same time. Like I literally asked, I'm not going to say it, but this little electronic speaker 
who talks back to you when you call out her name. I asked her, I was like, can you hate and love someone at the same time? And she literally told me like, yes, according to some study that has been done, you can hate and love someone at the same time. Two things can be true. Two statements can be true. And I just really want to talk about that because I have, I, man, I've just never known how to handle situations like that, but I love the way Kathy handled that. Even if it was like edited down to have her reaction like that. And I really do think moving forward, the next time I'm in a situation like that, because let's be honest, it's life. I'm definitely going to meet a lot more people like that. Cause the fact that Teresa is in her sixties and that is how she instantly reacts to people that lets me know I'm going to continue to meet people like that forever and ever and ever. I'm, I'm reacting that way from now on is no, please let me finish. And I understand that that's not what you meant, but we do have to be responsible for the things that we say and do to others. And I'm telling you that you really hurt me and I don't appreciate that suddenly now you want to sit here and cry to me because I don't have space right now to like, I don't know, man. You know, like, it's just like, I can't hold space to feel sorry for you right now because right now I need to take care of myself and I'm hurt by the things that you've did. And we just like need to push on. So there's that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, bro, is Chris Sean rock and Blueface and this child. <gasps> Y'all I am team call CPS. I am team. Why do these people still have these babies? I am team. Take that child away from her. I'm sorry. The more I keep seeing the fact that she was smoking while pregnant and I am trying, 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 trying. I can, I can honestly say that I am so hypocritical. I am such a big hypocrite because one of my favorite YouTubers really did hop on a YouTube video and because she was a pothead. And then she got pregnant and she stopped smoking for her kid. And all of a sudden she became really, really sick. She wasn't able to eat. She wasn't able to sleep because truly when you are smoking that much weed and you stop cold Turkey out of nowhere, you do have withdrawal symptoms because like you built a dependency on it. You can become addicted to anything. Like you can become addicted to video games. You can become addicted to alcohol. You can become addicted. Like it is possible for someone to become addicted to something that is not an addictive substance, right? And so you can have withdrawal symptoms and it can affect you negatively. And to add like hormonal changes on top of withdrawal symptoms, understand how that can completely mess you up. Here's the thing. When she hopped on a YouTube video and saying like, guys, I think she even hopped on social. It might've been her Instagram or something, but she hopped on social media and was asking her fans like, guys, have any of you smoked while you were pregnant? Did it negatively affect your baby? Did you have any health issues? I want to know. Here's the stuff I'm dealing with. And this stuff I know can be fixed if I started smoking weed again, but I want to make sure I'm not hurting my child. And I think the like I was so supportive and was like, yeah, I hope she gets that information. I hope she finds out if it's harmful for, to the baby or not. And I mean, I don't know why I instantly like supported it. I think it was because she was willing to not do it if it was going to hurt her child. And she truly wanted a medical opinion because she, I think she even said like she was going to ask her doctor about it. And then if it was going to hurt her kid, like she wasn't going to do it. And then I think at some point she was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it once and see if it's okay. And I know there's like, I, to me, it was like, I know it sounds so stupid, but it sounded like she was trying so hard to do it as safe as possible without hurting her child. And she was really just like, 
it is going to hurt my child more if I'm not sleeping, not eating. She was constantly throwing everything up, couldn't keep anything down. So I think, you know, it was just more harmful for her to continue not smoking weed, not eating, not sleeping, all these negative side effects than if she would have had a little puff and like been okay. And there's some leniency with those things, you know, because like even when you're pregnant, I think it's like you can have one glass of wine a week or something like that. And there will be no harm done to your baby. Like people just go cold turkey on a lot of things because it just makes them feel better because like the risk does increase if you drink, like if you're getting drunk every single day, like no. Right. But if you, you can have a little mouthful of wine and your baby will be perfectly fine. Like it'll be fine doctors or like literally doctors have already said this, like your kid will be fine. It's the excessive drinking that you got to worry about. And so I think that's why I was like, you know what? It's fine. Like in my mind, I was like, it seems like she's trying to be really responsible about this. And so sure. Why not? I support this. (sighs) Watching Krishan Rock accidentally get caught up rolling a full blunt for herself, for her child. It, it made me so disgusted because I just, from how she's been online with Blueface, the fact that she was getting blackout drunk, like almost every day, heavy alcoholic before she was even pregnant. And she was like, like that interview where she was like, oh, I'm either pregnant or um, my period's coming or something like that. And she was drunk in the interview. And I just don't think that through her pregnancy that she wasn't still being like a heavy smoker. Like, I really feel like she's the type of person to say, oh, well, I can't get drunk because that's going to hurt my baby, but I'm going to smoke my weed every day. And like, that's going to be fine. And just seeing that she was still so willing to get into aggressive fights while she was pregnant. It, oh my God. It is just so disappointing to watch. And I'm being so judgmental on here and I don't care. I don't care. I have been watching this mess unfold. Like it's my own personal drama. Like they have been, like they have curated the Krishan rock and blue face drama specifically for me. That is how closely I've been watching these people. And I am so entertained by it, but man, am I getting officially tired? It's like, I'm not going to stop watching And this is going to sound so dumb because I hate when people say this, but it's just like out of concern for this kid because I feel like I am watching someone who is going to destroy their child's life because the fact that, you know, like this man has been very toxic to her. They've been toxic to each other. And the fact that every, I understand it was coming from a hopeful place, but you do not have a kid in change overnight. And I see so many people on Twitter were like saying that's what they wanted to see was her have this baby and her change and learn how to mature because she's a mother now. And then people are all surprised that like that didn't happen. Like, I don't understand where this whole idea of like, they're going to have a kid and they're going to mature and grow up. That doesn't happen. You don't have a kid and things change the same way where you don't get married and your entire relationship changes and fixes itself, or you don't get rich. And all of a sudden, like who you are as a person completely changes and you're more responsible. Like these things are amplifiers. When you're married, it's going to amplify your relationship times 10. When you have a baby, it's going to amplify who you are times 10. Cause when you're married and you have like, when you're having issues and just while you're just dating, like 
no offense, but you still have a way out of the relationship, right? Like you can still leave to say that you're going to save the relationship by being like, I'm going to commit my entire life to you. And that's going to prove where I stand with you. And that's going to fix everything. No, it is not. It's going to amplify things because now you have a lifetime together and you're doing things together and you're buying houses together. You're having kids together. It's going to amplify everything times 10. You're going to have a child and it's going to amplify how irresponsible you are because now you're responsible for yourself and a child. And so if she could barely take care of herself, if she couldn't even take care of herself enough to walk away from a toxic relationship. And I am not trying to like, I am not trying to boo-boo all over. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said boo-boo when I couldn't take myself seriously. I am not trying to dookie all over people who are in toxic, abusive relationships because I understand that when you are in a toxic relationship, it is hard when you're in it. It is hard to realize that you are in a toxic relationship and it is so hard for you to walk away. But as us, as a society, right? Uh, let's be honest. It's probably only black people watching her. So us as a black community watching this girl not realize how toxic her and Blueface are, not realizing that the fact that she's in a relationship that is getting physically violent, Blueface is the reason why she doesn't have a tooth. Blueface, she had to shave half of her head because Blueface ripped out a chunk of her hair. Blueface was ripping doors down. She's punching him. She's hitting him. She threw a glass bottle at Blueface. They're physically violent. If she is not responsible enough to not leave that for herself and realize something needs to change, whether that is me or this situation and leave, why did we think she was going to be a, a responsible mother? Truly, truly. And then it's also naive of me to sit here and say, why did I think she would make the responsible decision? Well, we did see the clips of her trying to abort the child. Listen, I'm always pro-choice here. Always, always, always pro-choice. And I understand that like due to the abortion bills and whatnot, she wasn't able to abort the kid because she was too far along. And you know what? That's just the way the cookie crumbles. And if that, it has to be like that child had to be in this world for a reason. And maybe we all thought that like it was for Krishan's benefit that that kid had to be in this world, but possibly not. Maybe that kid had to be in this world because that kid is going to be the best damn doctor on this planet, or that kid is going to teach people how to heal from toxic parents. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I hate watching it because I hate, because I know behind the scenes that everything is 10 times worse than we see online. Like, it is not just, oh, you know, they're toxic, they're fighting, they're putting their hands on each other. Behind this, that is just what we are seeing. Remember, these people have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we are seeing minutes of their life. Minutes. Whether it's from an edited reality show, highly, highly edited reality show, or if it's her going on live for an hour or two, you're not seeing the full picture. There are worse things that are being said. There are worse things that are being done. I know for a fact behind the scenes it's worse. And so the like it hurts me to just see like that kid was truly born to a mother 
who does not understand responsibility and was not ready to be oh man i'm i am so team not everyone needs to have a kid i am so like bro what like kids are such a big responsibility and i just hate i hate to say i really think it comes from the religious beliefs and whatnot of like oh my god everyone's job here is to procreate and just like keep making babies and we have babies like they're accessories and we don't think it's that big of a deal and if you're able to afford it that's it but man the the environment that someone grows up in really can shape the rest of their life like out of everything you know that's why childhood matters so much um when it comes to like talks of therapy and everyone's always like oh my god because this happened in my childhood that's why i'm like this because i experienced this that's why i'm like this your environment shapes you so much and i don't just mean like oh if you're poor don't have a kid da 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 da, da. because i really feel like even if you grow up in poverty even if you grow up in the hood if you have an environment that is so right people a community that is so willing and ready with resources that understands that your financial background has nothing to do with you. I know people love to say the whole, it's as it's how hard you work that determines the, how big your house is or where you live or blah, 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 blah. But let's be honest, that's not the case. Because if it was really about how hard you work, everyone who works 80 hours a week would be living in mansions. And that's not true. Some people are working 80 hours a week to get out of debt and pay some damn bills. And that's just not, oh, you didn't work hard enough. You're not good enough. That's why you're not rich enough. And so when you have the right environment with the community that's ready to serve you and lift you up and give you a loving environment and making sure that you never, you know, head out to the streets in the neighborhood that you live in, like everyone else, you'll be perfectly fine. I truly do believe that. But man, 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 man. It sucks. I hate, I just, and I don't want to take my eyes off of it because I'm just like, it's not cruel. I like, oh, I don't even care how it sounds on the internet. Truly, in a way, like I want to, I just want to see what happens and I want to keep updated on this because if truly, if there's any way that I could ever, ever do something, like, I want to be able to because I I just feel like I'm going to watch this kid deal with so many demons behind the scenes because of who their parents are. And it's really, like, I, again, I am so team take these kids away because, but that's impossible because, let's be honest, Krishan and Blueface have all this money and they could truly just pay babysitters off to take care of their kids and da da da. But they're, I'm worried about the kid. I can't lie, I'm worried about the kid. And even that picture in Walmart where this baby is like folded at a 90 degree angle. And, you know, Sexy Red came out and was like, everyone makes mistakes. Like, give this girl some credit. We all make mistakes as mothers. I'm like, yeah. But there is such a hardcore difference between. I've made a mistake. Uh, I've made a mistake as a parent that really hurt and I have to try to fix that. But damn, this is a repeating pattern over and over and over. The way she's living her life, I don't believe is a safe environment for a child. And her having all this money is just going to amplify that lifestyle, you know? But anyways, that's all I had to say on that. 
I'm done talking. I want to go drink some water. I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to continue reading. What am I on? A Court of Wings and Ruin. Yeah, I'm on the third book in the Akatar series. Um, I don't think I've talked about that I've started reading Akatar. If you don't know, I finished the Throne of Glass series and now I'm on Akatar. So, <sighs> oh my God, talking. Uh, yeah, so I'm on Akatar. <laughs> third book in the Akatar series and I can't put it down I also want to read Neon Gods um if you have Kindle Unlimited if you whether you have the app or whatever if you even want to pay for the book y'all pay for the book I cannot recommend Diamonds and Deception it is 227 pages long it's called Diamonds and Deception uh I don't know if you can get a physical copy of the book because I have it on Kindle and I believe it might come in paperback format I'm not exactly sure but it's a little short, smutty book that's borderline Wattpad. It is Wattpad. It's a Wattpad story that was just published professionally. But, but with a big old booty. I'm losing it, man. But it was, it's one of those Wattpad stories that you're reading through and you can't believe how good the author actually is. And you can't believe like this is a story on Wattpad. That is that book. I literally rated it five stars and I downloaded the second book. I did because it's a great, it's such a good book. It's about a girl who goes undercover and tries to seduce and date this billionaire casino owner because she believes that he killed her sister and she accidentally falls in love with him. And the story gets juicier and juicier and juicier and her quest to find the killer of her sister while also having sex with the guy she believes killed her sister. It's so good. And I'm on book two and I highly recommend it. And my roommate Lainey, also known as Lainey's Book Nook on Instagram. She's a little bookstagram girly if you want to go follow her because typically all the books she reads, I read. <laughs> We're huge fantasy girlies. But yeah, great book. Third book on the the Akatar series. Akatar so far, it started off rough. I really wanted to put it down. And I'm not lying. If it wasn't for so many people in my life who have finished the series, and by so many, I mean two people, Kayla and Lainey. If it wasn't for these two girls who have finished this series and pushed me and forced me to continue reading, I don't even... The first book, Akatar, would have been a DNF. Did not finish for me, personally. The book was so bad. It was so... It was just so cliche romance. And then to find out that it was a Beauty and the Beast retelling, I was like, oh, this makes sense. That's why it was such a cliche romance. And not only that, it was just so hard to get through. It was so boring and stupid and all based around love. And you saved me, my hero, my hero with the mask. Shut up. Girl, shut up. But yeah, but now it's a great book. And things are getting wild and crazy. And I'll keep y'all updated. So far, living for it. So I'm going to continue reading tonight. What time is it? It's already 11.37 p.m. I swear to God, time has been flying recently. Yeah, so I'm going to go shower and continue reading tonight. I really just want to stay up reading. So I'm happy I've also been able to record this. I have an exam on Thursday that I am not looking forward to taking because I have to study so much for it. Oh my God, I have so much to study for it. Um, what else has been happening? 
there was something that I was like, oh my God, I really wanted to tell. Oh my, it was the like talking about things, two things that can be true at the same time. Oh my God. I, I always feel so cringe coming on here and talking about like where my podcast career is. Uh-uh. Yeah, I had to cut all that out because, um, yeah, I was PMSing when I recorded that really, really, really sad thing about my podcast and how I felt about my podcast and my podcast career. So instead, I'm going to say how I speak on now that my period has ended and I'm happy and I'm hopeful and she's just such a fun little girly in such a fun little mood. And I just have to say, someone, I'm going to read the entire comment because like it made my day when I saw it and I thought it was the cutest thing, but on October 8th, someone said, oh my God, I live this podcast with I love that it says live and not love. OMG, I live this podcast. I listen to it every night. I usually hate podcasts, but this is amazing. Please do more. I love you, Brianna. This is so relatable. Please mention me on an episode. Call me Lacken. Lacken? <laughs> I'm just like... I don't know something about call me lacking I'm like did my friends do this did someone actually do this you are my friend if you wrote that but thank you that was so cute that was so sweet and I was like oh my god use the reviews like a comment section y'all I always have that section on Spotify where you can use it as a comment section but literally if I find reviews on my podcast I will happily read it that was just the sweetest thing oh my god offsets episode of call her daddy the title literally is blowjobs marriage and music like I want to watch it so badly, so badly, but I have a three-hour movie to go watch for uh, for a class. Oh, and I made 100 on an exam, officially. I made my first 100 on an exam in college. That's weird. That, like, when I tell you I haven't even been, been able to accept that, like, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, but anyways here's past Brianna that was actually editing Brianna but that was earlier editing Brianna coming in here to do the outro all right priest cheese and blessings yeah I said cheese I hope you have cheese today okay peace All right, guys, y'all already know where to follow me. Everything will be in the show notes. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I think I even threw my Snapchat in there because like, why the hell not? So follow me everywhere if you want to keep up with my life. That's where I always post whenever a new episode comes out. So in the show notes. And I also always leave a link for the women in the show notes. Just saying, just saying. Anyways, I hope all of you are thriving and having a beautiful day and your credit score is as high as your dreams. All right, peace. <laughs>